Welcome to Build Your Dream Network. I'm Kelly Hoey. I see people struggling to connect effectively all the time, so I created this podcast to help you master your network building needs. Whether you're seeking a new job, looking for a promotion, or scaling your business, you need a network, and you're in the right place to get the advice you need. And don't worry, my advice is real. It's actionable and practical because it's the advice I follow and is what has transformed my career from the traditional to the unexpected. So let's get started. This week on the Build Your Dream Network podcast, um, it's a change of format. Amongst other things, I am recording from home in New York City because as many people around the globe, I am self-isolating. I hope you are well. This episode is kind of a JCI, as I like to say, a just checking in to see how you are, uh, how you're holding up, and how you're engaging with your network, because now more than ever, our relationships matter. If you're a fan of my book, Build Your Dream Network, you know my three P's of networking are people, people, people. And that seems to be really magnified and highlighted in these uncertain, turbulent, um, and unusual times. So networks, people matter more than ever before, and I'm going to keep highlighting and stressing and underlining that one because I truly believe that everything we do right now, from sending emails to calls to texts, um, everything we do now to connect with other people, well, it's been important before, it's more important now because how we make people feel is going to linger longer than these turbulent times. We're fragile, we're stressed. And knowing that someone cares about us is so much more important than asking whether someone's had a chance to review your resume or look at your sales pitch or funding request. People remember how you make them feel. That's always been a networking truth. And that is magnified and amplified right now. So remember that. People first. People first people first. Uh, You've probably got it in your inbox like mine. Um, This crisis is aggravating and highlighting and amplifying some of the phenomenally bad networking behavior. So make sure you're not putting yourself in there. Uh, Not remembering that these are turbulent times um, is really insensitive to this extraordinary situation and appears callous and tone deaf. And you really don't want to go through all of these months of uncertainty and inconvenience to find out that you don't have a network on the other end because you you didn't pay attention to what was going on with other people. So put a pause on your business or networking as usual um, and let's start listening more. Let's start observing more. Let's start paying attention to the needs of other people. So my three tips I actually have three tips this week, Um, not just a sermon on thinking about other people more in your networking. So my first tip is I really want you to think how you can be of service and how you can be of service to your network and individuals in it. And being of service doesn't mean sending an email or a text or a tweet saying, how can I be of service? Show people how you can be of service. Show them the ways that you can help them out, and you can start showing them by listening. This is the beauty of social media, that people share insights, and you can now go read, watch, and observe. 
and see what they're sharing and put the pieces together between what they tweet and what they post on LinkedIn and what you know about maybe their company or their city where they live, uh, maybe what they put on Facebook. You get the picture. Skulk around, look and see. And from that, draw a bigger picture of how's this person doing? How can I help them? What do they need? What would be helpful? How can I be of service? So being of service could be as simple as doing what I'm doing today, just checking in. It could be retweeting. It could be sending some helpful information. It could be, as I saw a world leader who had to work from home because his wife has been diagnosed with the coronavirus and um, he made sure that he had the tech tools to work from home and a bunch of Lego for his kids. So, you know, maybe being of service is understanding that someone may, may be quite overwhelmed right now because they are not only juggling their job, they're juggling home care responsibilities. Now, could you send them a box of Lego to keep the kids amused? Could you call Blue Apron and send them over dinner? There's all sorts of things you could do to be of service and proactively doing that after seeing what someone else needs. God, the relationship that you would form because of that would be phenomenal. If you're part of a company and you're thinking how you can be of service, this is when you pull your team together um, and not in person. Pull them together on a group Zoom call or, or use Skype or use something. Pull them together and brainstorm as a team because everyone has got something to offer and everyone may have a different, unique take on what could be helpful, what could be of service. They may have observations from dealing with your clients or working with people before that you don't even have. So pull your team and make this part of your team building, community, gathering, how you can build better connections with this person outside of your team, but at the same time, you're building a greater network with your team. And that could be a huge win as well. The second tip I have is to create a recovery timeline. And that's for yourself and that's for the people you're connecting with. I'm thinking particularly if you're looking to connect with people for business or for work, like you're selling into them or you're looking for a job. So think of those two scenarios in terms of recovery timeline. Um, you were watching these patterns of uh, how countries um, and locations are going through the coronavirus cycle. Think about supply chains that have been disrupted. Think about the human adjustment. We're all adjusting, or many people adjusting, to working from home from the first time. We got to do the reverse adjustment, getting back into the office. Um, and someone, you know, being allowed to work back in their office again may be disconnected from when schools start up again, or their spouse or partner's office, or when they're able to uh, get an elderly parent back into a nursing home. All these things aren't working on neat, I want to say, conveyor belts that are operating in unison. So create a recovery timeline. Think about the people you're looking to network and connect with for your career, your business, your profession. Think about their recovery timeline. Think about yours. You may have limitations on how and when you could start a job or you know deliver product or whatever it may be. You know your business and your career better than I do. So I'm making some big observations here and things that come to mind. So interesting intersect those timelines. Um, and that should help you in terms of planning out how you network and connect. Maybe the timeline's a little longer and that gives you a chance to, I don't know, fix up your LinkedIn profile, rework your website, 
launch that how-to video series you always wanted to on YouTube and didn't have the time, read a book, whatever it may be. So create those recovery timelines. And again, let me stress this, if you're part of a company or your team, get everybody involved in giving this input. And that's part of communicating where you all are in this work cycle and personal cycle that we're in right now. My last of the three points this week on the podcast is to use technology in a very human way. I've talked about this a lot. I talk about how we use technology because technology has democratized our access and enables us to network with all sorts of people that we would never have met or were highly unlikely to have met in that kind of personal, intimate way. You know, I always think of Twitter and the cocktail party and how because of networking on Twitter that I met fellow author Tom Peters. So using it in a human way is something I've always advocated for, but we've also seen recently how technology has really, I have no other way of putting it, it's amplified the jerk factor. Really, people like running in your face, uh, like they, you know, I'm sort of picture imagining someone running up to you on the street or in the bar and saying something really inappropriate. We see that bad jerk behavior online and Now's a chance to reverse that. Be human. People need human contact and we can't have it because of this quarantine and self-isolation for our health and the health of others. So really think about with every piece of communication, whether it's your out of office autoresponder, your voicemail, the voicemail that you leave, um, your email signature line, your tweets, your updates. How are you being human and be more human? How you make people feel right now is going to last longer than our isolation. So be yourself, be human, be sensitive, have empathy, care. We really need that. You really need that. You really need that if you're going to have a network at the end of this. I know that sounds a little bit harsh, but I really believe it's the case. I'm already seeing within my network people who are really exasperated by the barrage of requests that come across as tone deaf and callous. So be human. If you need tips on how to be human more than me lecturing you right now, I'm going to strongly recommend that you flip to page 146 of Build Your Dream Network. That is Elena Rossini's wonderful case study on how she uses Twitter in a human way. And we were, had the good fortune of having Elena in the Build Your Dream Network podcast booth at Penguin Random House when she was visiting in New York uh, last year. And uh, we talked more on how she networks on Twitter. And it's important, uh, that case study and that networking roadmap, for this reason, if you're thinking, well, why do I want to listen to that? Elena gets 80% of her business leads and close to 100% of her journalist media leads through Twitter. And she uses Twitter in a very, very, very human way. And that's a lesson for all of us. Follow her lead. And if you need some guidance, there's two places where you can get it. Um, personalize every email. If you're thinking you're using a mass emailing solution and trying to make it look personal, like a personal email, we see through that. So I would highly recommend putting pause on that practice, emailing people that way and get back to spending the time of writing personal emails. It matters more than ever. That is the podcast for this week. Um, I suspect next week I'll be recording from home again. If you have questions, if there are networking needs you have more than ever right now, please reach out and connect with me. Twitter is a great place at JK Hoey. Find me on Twitter. Let me know what your networking question is or email me. 
the email box is admin, A-D-M-I-N, at jkellyhoey.co. And email me your networking question. What's what's the frustration? What's the challenge right now? I want to be able to help you. Um, or you could just email or tweet at me to JCI, just check in. So there we are just checking in this week and I'll be just checking in again next week. And we'll look forward to seeing you back here at the podcast. Thank you for listening to Build Your Dream Network. Stay connected and don't miss a networking insight by subscribing to the podcast. And while you're there, I'd love you to rate and review the show too. Are you looking for more networking advice? Pick up a copy of my book, Build Your Dream Network, It's your guide to modern networking. I'd like to hear your networking questions, tips, and ideas. Connect with me via my website, jkellyhoey.co. You'll find links to all my social media accounts, plus a contact form to email me your questions. I'm Kelly Hoey, and I'll be back again next week to tackle your networking challenges.